God damn, bro. What the fuck? Dude, okay. That is insane. Uh, that's insane. All right, so uh, first of all, this is the unapologetic experience with Jarius, the unapologetic geek. I got my boy here, Aaron, and we just got breaking news that the Pelicans got the first overall pick in this year's NBA draft. And uh, just take it away, Aaron. This is all you right now. Oh, oh, man. That is insane. So... You know what's crazy? I knew the Lakers weren't going to get it. I don't know why I feel some kind of way about that. Actually, people say, just the first reactions, people are saying that, you know, the Lakers fans and LeBron fans of dreams are dashed before their eyes. But actually, it may incentivize the Pelicans to move on from AD even quicker, seeing as they got another star right now. I can see that. I don't think AD's going to want to stay just because they got, a, what, a rookie? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a dude that's unproven already you got you another cornerstone to build around in zion and now you can move on from ad even quicker and the lakers have a number four draft pick that they can use to package with whoever to get ad you understand like the lakers package trade package just got better it did it's significantly better he's probably about to go there right so i mean I don't know why that's a, that would be looked at as a loss, in my opinion. I don't know. What are your thoughts just off top? Uh, off, off top of the dome, yeah, the uh, the Pelicans kind of – this is this is insane. Okay, so they inherited the it guy. Just off – and I mean the, the complete look of the draw. I, I don't remember what their stat was, but I know it wasn't as good as the Knicks and the Lakers at getting – the uh, number one overall draft pick and damn sure wasn't as good as the Bulls chances because I checked that today. And so they get the it guy in a city that's not necessarily a big city, but they're big on their stars. And I don't ever feel like they really liked AD all that much. I, I mean, they thought he was cool, but I don't think he was that big of a deal. But they just got the next it guy in New Orleans. And you got him for, what, at least three or four years. Starting right. out. And I mean, you, that's some lucky shit. That's it is lucky, really man. lucky shit, man, because the, think about it. You that mean, works for the Lakers, man. If I want Celtics fan, I'm pissed. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're living. Think about that. Like, if I'm, if I'm a Celtics fan. Because I'm probably going to lose Kyrie. Yep. That's a done deal. Yeah. So, I mean, you could put a, 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 a trade package together with, um, with, uh, what was his name? The, Shit, I can't think of his name now. Oh, uh, Ter- what's his name? Uh, uh, Rozier? Tatum, Tatum. Oh, Tatum, Tatum. You okay. can put you can put a package around Tatum and send them all for AD. But I don't know if I'm the if I'm the Pelicans, would I rather want Brandon Ingram, who I know has that blood clot or whatever? You got Brandon Ingram, I got Kuzma, I got Ball, and I got a number four pick that I give you for AD. If you can get them to be foolish enough to put that deal together again, you damn sure take it. Right. Like, and I'm, if the Lakers don't do that, if the Lakers, and this is going to tell, this is going to tell you if the Lakers are fully committed into LeBron or not. Yep. If they, if they not fully committed into LeBron, then nah, they won't let that, that pick go and they'll hold on to it and do whatever. But if they're fully committed, then they'll package that pick, get some better talent and move on with their life and, and try to. And try to you know build a championship contender for the next three years. And what number does the Lakers have again? The third. They have the fourth, fourth. which I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how deep the draft goes. But you got Zion. You got that. The Jay Morant dude. Yeah, you, got you, got Cam, you got you got the other guy from Duke. Yeah, Barrett. 
Yep, and then there's one more, right? I think there is, and that's why I'm asking because if that's but the Camp case, Reddish and somebody else, I don't know. But if that's the case, you can put two together two studs if you're the Pelicans, right? Yeah. And but, but you know what? The Knicks package got better too because oh, the Knicks, yeah. Who's got who? No, nah, well, Memphis has number two. I'm sorry, Memphis has number two, and New York has number three, and Lakers had number four. Oh man, you can ship uh-huh. his ass at, uh, to Memphis, damn. And I don't. Now, I think Memphis stays packed. They're rebuilding. You don't, okay. you don't fuck with that. Memphis stays where they are. They understand they're in a rebuilding mode. I don't trade my pick. But for the Knicks and the Lakers? And the Knicks are man, just somebody. I don't know, bro. If, if KD's coming, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if I package that deal and send it to New Orleans, too. So, it really comes down to, like, who could put together a better a trade package for AD? AD is gone. There's no way he's staying. It's a done deal. I don't you got to move him this offseason. Yeah, you got to move AD. So, I mean, what's the purpose of him staying? This is the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. A- if AD says, I'm going to stay because you got Zion Williamson, that would be weird to me. I don't think he would. <laughs> I, don't I think, think that, he would that bridge is burned, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and they don't want him back. So, I mean, the, the Pelicans, I, I never expected them to come out of this in a, a position of power. That's crazy. That's that's crazy to think about that they have that pick and I mean they're playing with house money, man. You can move AD, get some good players in, and you bringing in a guy who could reasonably uh become the, the future of the NBA. Or the right. face of the NBA. Bro, if I'm if I'm not gonna keep A D there. So it could be a power struggle between him and my new cornerstone. Yeah. I'm not. Fuck out. Let me see. Let me get the best package I can for AD to build around. And I don't want nothing but young stars. I don't want no old, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I mean, players have been in the league maybe somewhere between one to five years. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want no, like, I don't want to build around Zion with a bunch of old veterans stuck in their old ways no. who may be fighting for a contract, some shit. I don't know. But, Man, can you imagine Zion, Kuzma, I don't know, Alonzo Ball, Josh Hart, or some shit like that? If Ingram was really, if Ingram wasn't such a question mark, I'd say it'd be a done deal. That's the only thing that's a question mark, Ingram, because of those blood clots. But just think about it. If Ingram wasn't a question mark, and I can give you Ingram a number four pick and Kuzma to get AD, come on, man. You take that all day. Yeah, you take that. You take that all day. Like, you have no choice but to, to roll with it. And man, you have no choice, man. I mean, the Pelicans got lucky, bro. And the, Lakers, <laughs> and the Lakers indirectly got lucky. They got lucky twice by the Pelicans getting that by the Pelicans getting that first pick, and they got lucky because the Lakers got the fourth. Oh, my God, man. It, and, this is the awesome dude. I'm excited about it. All right, so and with that being said and with, you know, jumping on the Lakers a little bit, the Lakers have been in a state of chaos for the past couple of weeks. Pretty much during their their whole offseason, you had Ty Lue turn it down uh, the deal because he didn't want three years. And, you know, he wanted something like five years guaranteed, if I'm not mistaken. And then also they wanted to force uh, the Lakers organization, wanted to force uh, Jason Kidd on him as the assistant coach. And everybody with common sense knows what that means. It means we know you don't have a chance to really succeed in this uh, position. And even if you do succeed, we know you're not going to win a championship, so we can blame you for when we switch over to Jason Kidd. We can Pat Riley you, as far as like when Pat Riley uh, was president of basketball operations, and he kicked out Stan Van Gundy. 
Or was it? Right. Yeah, that was Stan Van Gundy. He yep. kicked out. So, that, I mean, the fix was in as far as that's concerned. I don't blame Ty Lue for not accepting that role. Uh, and the Lakers are in a tailspin. But then you just gifted manna from heaven, essentially. With the, Man, with the Pelicans getting the first round draft pick, and they also happen to have the guy that you wanted that pretty much sabotaged your season when you tried to get him. And so the thing that stands out to me about the Vogel deal, um, as far as Vogel being their new uh, coach, is the length of his contract. It's for three years. That's exactly how many years LeBron is supposed to be there. So I guess you being a LeBron fan and you, you know, taking a look at this um, situation throughout the course of the offseason, do you feel like the Lakers are in a state of mind that they're saying, we don't plan on winning the championship as long as LeBron here. It was all about ticket sales and money anyway. So we don't really care about your time here, but we appreciate you for coming. Man, you know, that's and that's the part, I guess, that's been most frustrating. Again, you know, if you're if you're a Bruin fan like I am, you know I am. It, it seems as though, just outside looking in, I obviously don't have any inside information like that. But just as a fan from the outside looking in, it looks like the Lakers aren't all in on Bruin. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, clearly. like when you, when you, when you, and which again shows just how shitty the organizational structure and leadership is because. Why would you why would you draft for Braun and not be all in on him? Because the Braun is who he is. He's been in the league what 16, 15, 16 years when you bought him, when you got him. So you knew what he was and what he wasn't, right? Right. So if you're from a leadership perspective, when I bring him in, I'm gonna build my team, I'm gonna build my organizational and my success around trying to make it work with him. And if I feel like I can't. I wouldn't have never signed him in the first place. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? But they were so desperate to make a free a free agent splash that they went for it anyway. But anyway, but that's the outside looking in. It just seems like they're not all in on Brun, and I just feel like man, they should be all in on Brun because there is no other way. I don't think the Laker fans are looking at it like well, Brun's holding us back. Y'all haven't been relevant for like six, five or six years, bro. Like seriously. And another thing is they keep saying that Braun is running other potential free agents away, but the Lakers have never signed a big-name free agent since Shaq. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and that's a fair point. Like, you can't say that. And, you know, I, I was on the train with KD when he said the coverage around LeBron is toxic, and it is. In this situation, it's not the coverage that's the problem. It's the organization that's the problem. Right, at this right. Moment. Like, Bro, nobody, they just don't have a plan. Yeah, nobody wants to be a part of that. What are you coming over there for? To waste your time and to be over there and, and hear the scrutiny that comes with playing with LeBron James, but you all aren't necessarily contenders because the front office is in complete disarray? And where did the fucking Ramesses come back from? Man, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's my whole thing. Like, you so hell-bent on not looking like LeBron running your organization that you listen to people like Kurt Ramesses. And this is the thing, man. And you can criticize it, you can call it bullshit, you can call it fandom, whatever. But over the last few years, outside of the Warriors, no one has had more success than LeBron. That's just the That's truth. True. Like yeah. there's the, so you may not agree with the way he takes over and runs your organization, but it works. It's the only thing that has worked outside of the Warriors in the last what 
I don't know, shit, damn the decade, really. Yeah, yeah. You think about it, I mean, you've had some teams here and there that won, but I'm talking about consistently a uh, track record of, of success, reaching the finals, having, you know, and people try to blame for, you know, the East is weak and stuff like that, but I'm talking about a continuous track record of success. He's been and let's constant. be real, and let's be real, if it weren't for KD, he had more than one ring. I mean, he had more than one ring with Cleveland. If it wasn't for so, KD, he had more than one ring. And also, if it, I mean, yeah, one ring with Cleveland and three rings overall. But also, if it wasn't for Greg Popovich and the Spurs going Empire Strikes Back on them, right, he had more rings. I, you know, and I'm not, again, I'm not trying to make excuses for him. Yeah. The only the only teams that beat him are all time great teams, with the exception of that Dallas team that was trash. <laughs> but every every other team that beat them is a dynasty. Yeah. The Spurs were a dynasty. Golden State was a dynasty. Those are the teams that beat them in the finals. And you know, right? I, I said this on on uh, our show off topic. I say he's a victim of dynasties coming and going. Uh huh. At the end of like, the day, soon as one comes out, then here's another one coming out of nowhere. Just go. And he had figured Golden State out. He did. He figured them out. He did. And then this motherfucker comes out of nowhere <laughs> and just completely obliterates it. And I don't care what you say, man. I don't care how good you are. I could, I could drop Kobe on that team. I could have dropped Jordan on that team with you know with LeBron. If I replace LeBron with Jordan and Kobe, they're not winning against the Golden State. But anyway, yeah, they got back that to team. My, it's a, it's the greatest team ever assembled in my mind. Yeah, I don't, but I don't want to relitigate that. I'm yeah. just going back to my my Lakers thing. They to me, you either in on LeBron or you out. If you out on them, fine, trade them, trade them, and I guarantee you this. If they don't make these years work with LeBron, this is a last chance to be relevant. Because uh, how they treat LeBron. That's a hot take. I'm telling you. Well, for a long time. Not in forever. Right? I know. I know what you mean. Right, right. But listen, how they treat LeBron will matter. Because it will show them, and I know they did a lot of goodwill with Kobe, but everybody ain't Kobe that's going to come to that Lakers franchise, right? What they're basically saying is, if you are an aging superstar or a superstar and you come to this franchise and we can't immediately win with you or you try to flex any kind of power, that we won't go all in on you, right? How you treat LeBron, and to me, man, I think players need to pay attention to this. And I said this in the post. Every time LeBron has given up his leverage, he's gotten fucked in some kind of way. Think about that. The first time he gave up his leverage in Cleveland – they traded Kyrie and Dan Gilbert. Uh, yeah. And Dan right. Gilbert wouldn't come up off that goddamn pick yep. to get him some support. Right? Because he because he knew LeBron couldn't do nothing because he was trapped in that two-year deal. Yep. All right. Now, LeBron has doesn't have a no-trade clause. He's locked in for four years. He's basically at the mercy of the Lakers, right? He is. And now you hear about trade talks. They won't hire his coach. They throwing him up under the bus. Like, look how they magic it's a, like it's a shit it's show. a cautionary tale. It's absolutely right. a cautionary tale, and the I completely agree with that. And the, speaking of magic, speaking of magic, this is how you know magic was dead ass wrong for how he left. Right on the shop, LeBron and Lonzo criticized him for that. They may not have flat out said he was dead ass wrong, but the way LeBron speaks on this situation, he said, "You didn't even give me a call. You gave me a call when you recruited me here, but you didn't give me a call when you decided to step down." And the fact that he and Lonzo were together. And they both were like, this is some bullshit. You know, what's crazy is that, you know, people say that, like, Magic is just was mad at LeBron. Mad at him for what? Nah. He had you in fourth place and he got hurt. Like, I mean, again, 
nothing LeBron did this season should surprise. If you've been following him or you follow the league, nothing he did this season should surprise you. Nothing. Nothing. The at way all. he reacts to his teammates fucking up, not playing defense and shit, like all that shit, like that's been happening for the last few years. None of that should surprise you. So if that surprised you when you saw it, then you're not paying attention to what's going on in the league. That's my whole thing with the Lakers. Like, why is what LeBron doing frustrating you? He's been doing that for years. It's two things. <laughs> it's two things that come to mind as far as Magic Johnson and why he really quit. And let's be honest. The first, he woke up and realized he was a billionaire and he didn't have to deal with all this stressful shit. All right? The second was he knew he didn't deserve that job. He flat out knew that he didn't deserve that job. He woke up one morning, just like when he realized he was a millionaire, he realized he got played. He was nothing but a, a, a talking piece or a puppet, a smokescreen. He wasn't doing any of the work. And Magic Johnson is used to being revered. He's, I spoke on this on the debut episode of the Unapologetic Experience. It's about being loved. And the moment he felt like he wasn't getting the love that he's used to and that he deserves and he was getting criticized on a national scale every day, that's when he wanted to quit. Yeah, but these players so strong. Which, again. Here we go. All right. So, like, people keep telling me how, you know, mentally strong these players were in the 80s and 90s and blah, blah, blah. This dude couldn't even take fucking criticism on emails, man. And then like, he's talking about it's not fun for him not to be able to mentor other players and he can't go on Twitter and talk about what he wants to talk about anymore. Let me tell you something, man. And I have no and no disrespect to the, the players of yesteryear or anything like that. And I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan. I will pay money to get a time machine and introduce Twitter in the 90s <laughs> just to see how Michael Jordan would have been able to handle it. I would have loved to see it. Like him... Smoking cigars, gambling all night, yeah. and shit like that, man. And people running. Just as the fucking debate show, every every game, every game LeBron plays is debated on the debate show. Yep. Every game. Like a Tuesday game in February is debated. Like, yeah. I mean, like, dude, like that never happened. Like, again, I'm not to say that he's not mentally strong or that the people in the 90s are somewhat strong, but I, I just don't get it. I don't believe it. Because they didn't have 24-hour sports shows. They didn't have debate shows. They didn't have Twitter and social media. It would be like, very interesting to see. Can you imagine everybody with a camera phone with Jordan out there fucking all these women and, and shit? Come Jordan on, was wild. I the mean, he was wild. about Jordan and, uh, and Charles. Now, Charles would have been fine. Oh, my God, Charles. <laughs> he would have you know been fine, man. Out of all the people, he probably was the only one that could have made it. I think, I think he would have made it because he'll get... I don't know. Shaq's system is shit. Look how he act on them. He does. Yeah, I understand. But then Shaq kind of go back and forth with you, too. Like Shaq. I don't know. Shaq. And then you can't coach size. Like Shaq, I believe, would have been fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'd have been fine. But I'm yeah. talking Mike. Mike probably would have been fine, too. He would have found a yeah, way to make yeah. it. Yeah, you Mike a jerk, man. <laughs> Mike yeah, yeah. But cool. Dennis Rodman would have found a way. But I want to see how... Michael Jordan's teammates would have reacted. That's what I'm interested in. Everybody's yeah. saying that. Because, you know, Michael go out and get his numbers like LeBron do, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But what happens when they don't win and everybody blames Mike's teammates? Right. Now, you know how people always say, man, LeBron, get all the credit. Nobody talks about Kyrie and blah, blah, blah. That's the same way with Jordan. Nobody talks about Pippen. Nobody. No, nah, everybody says Mike is 6-0. and Pippen, Hornacek. 6-0 too. None of them. No, nah, man. No, I mean, it's just, I, I want to see how, because Pippen is jealous of Jordan. I don't give a fuck what you say. 
Pittman, I think if you ask Pittman straight up with no bottom, I just gave him some truth serum. Does he think he's better than Jordan? I guarantee you he'll say yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he thinks he, he thinks he deserves as much credit, but he knows the numbers and the accolades don't add up, so he can't say it. But he feels <laughs> like he's just as important as Jordan was to those he, teams. He absolutely does. And I, I wouldn't say just as important. He's the greatest Robin of all time. Nah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going with him being great because I can't say six and zero, man. I can't. I don't know how you. That's why I can't say Kobe, and I love Kobe. Kobe not a Robin. Kobe not a Robin. Kobe is more we, of a. We uh, joke about it, but you know. Yeah, Kobe was more of a Nightwing. Right. Yeah, that's like, a good one. I like. The yeah, Nightwing, yeah, yeah. Kobe was more of a Nightwing. Like he he could do his own thing. But anyway, let's get out of yesteryear. Let's get off of teams that aren't in the playoffs. Oh look, KD is a Robin. Come on, man. KD is the greatest Robin outside of Pippen of all time. Nah, nah. He is a glorified Robin man. He's, uh, I I'd have to use the I have to use the Avengers in that situation, and in that in an Avengers situation, he's your Thor. He's not necessarily your hero, but he's a hell of a heavy hitter. Okay, I go with that. Yeah, but he ain't. But he ain't. But at the end of the day, Tony Stark and Cap is more important. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I'll agree with you on that. He's not, he was not an alpha. And I said that, if, if I went years criticizing Russell Westbrook until one day it just hit me that Russell was the leader of that team. I just want to see, and I don't know if you're going to go here or not, but I want to see what KD's going to do without Steph Curry, a Golden State structure, and a super team. I really want to, I mean, can he, can he build a team Basically from the ground up, right? And I'm not saying he can't join a superstar. I don't care about that. Like, if him and Kyrie want to join forces, I'm cool with that. Because it takes more than just superstars linking up. I mean, it takes yeah. more than that. You right? have to have chemistry. You all that stuff, the right. Coaching. It, it takes, you know, all of that. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead. And this will transition us into, you know, talking about what's going on with the playoffs right now. Let's start with the Dubs in the Portland Trailblazer series. Man, I got, I got I the Dubs in five. Of course. Yeah, of I got course. the Dubs I mean, five. They're gonna make shout out to Dame though. Yeah, right? shout, definitely a shout out to Dame. And this is gonna be what their fifth straight appearance in the finals, the Golden <laughs> State Warriors. Yeah. So I have that happening. History is gonna be made. Make no mistake about that. Um, but I guess my main thing is, do they need KD anymore? Nah. They never did. And, and the, only, the only reason they needed KD was to neutralize Bron. That's it. it. Was. That's, and I've always said that. Nah, because KD, he's the because he, him and Kawhi can neutralize Bron. They yeah. really can. You yeah. put them on, if, you know, he's, I mean, like, them by themselves, they couldn't beat him. But you put them on a team like that, I mean, it, it completely neutralizes him. Yeah. There's <laughs> nothing you can it's do, There's nothing man. you can do. There's nothing he can right. do at that point because. He's on the back end of his career. Make no mistake about that. Defensively, he's not a match. For, Even in his prime. Uh, and there's no scheme you can come up with that can allow you to neutralize the second best two-way. I mean, no, I say the best two-way shooting guard in the NBA. The greatest shooter of all time. And then possibly the greatest scorer of all time who stands at seven feet. It's no way you nah. may, you may this is what you need to beat the Warriors. I feel like I feel like Bruin, and people won't see it like this is a little bit vindicated by you know Kyrie's coming up short in oh, the yeah. 
with the Boston set because people always said that Kyrie and Steph were equal. Mm-hmm. I think this shows you that they are fucking not they right. Are not. So we can we, we can put that shit to the side. Kyrie is again a great number two, a person that you can have and deploy to get you some buckets. But he ain't fucking Steph Curry. No, okay? no, 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 no. All right, no. <laughs> all right. So let's 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 put that shit to bed. Yeah. But you're right. But you're right, man. There's no way. There's no knock on Bron. It really is, man. And Katie just neutralizes him from so many. Like, it's nothing you can like. He just completely wipes out with Bron. He would neutralize anybody. It's not right? just LeBron. He would. If it was Jordan, anybody. I mean, if I if I put Katie on the Knicks, right, in the nineties, same thing. Different ball He would game. neutralize everything that Jordan did. And then it just come down to the role players yep. and go to stage. Role players are better. You see what I'm saying? It's, 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 I understand exactly what you're saying. What you need to beat this team is they at least two of them have to have an off shooting night, and then you need help from the refs to beat them one time, <laughs> let alone right. four times. So KD hedged, <laughs> KD kind of hedged his bet as far as you know when he joined the Warriors. But with that being said. It's almost like Steph and Clay were liberated by him being injured during the game. Man, I think you're gonna see him back to because people really, really, and I hate they to forget. take up Steph, but man, that dude was cold, bro. He, he cold blooded, man. He was. It's 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 almost like a sleeping giant. Man, I don't know. I, I'm glad. Kind of, I'm not glad, but because I don't want nobody to get injured. But yeah, nah. I am. I am excited that you know Steph gets to prove just how good he is. Again, because I do think it's kind of unfair the way people just write him off and shit like that because KD is there. Dude you know? went, had zero points in the first half, not the first quarter. In the first, the half. first half, he had zero point and came back and scored 33 in the second half. It's almost like somebody went in the locker room with him and was like, you need to wake the fuck up and remind these people. Man, I just, you know. And I was in awe. I, 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 I'm always, man, in, in awe with Steph, bro. I mean, I think he's a really – Underrated player. He's criminally underrated and unreasonably disrespected. Unreasonably, I'm telling you, man, it's because of his game, bro. It ain't powerful. Yeah, it ain't like, and he ain't seven feet tall, and you know he don't. He ain't a quote unquote he, dog and all that kind of shit. That shit, and which again, that shit drives me crazy. Why do you have to look a certain way to be considered a dog or an assassin? Why do you have to act a certain way? Like Russell Westbrook act like an assassin. But he really a dumbass. <laughs> like I mean, like seriously, everybody think Russell Westbrook is a cold blooded killer, but we know Steph is more of a killer than yeah, Russell. He, he's he has the killer. Babyface assassin. It's a reason why they call him that. It, he's he doesn't, and that's what what you just touched on is what the issue really is. He doesn't look like someone who is supposed to make it. He doesn't look like one of his contemporaries. Right. That's what it comes down to. Yo, he about to have four rings. Four like, rings. Are we about? Are we missing that, dude? That's why I said KD should stay, because it's more so for Steph for me than it is for KD. Because what happens if Steph gets five rings? Huh? What happens if Steph gets five rings? Oh, uh, better question. I was I was getting to a better question. What happens if he gets six? I mean, what do we talk about? I don't know, man. Especially if he gets one Finals MVP, I've gotten to the point where he doesn't need a Finals MVP with every ring. Just get I one. I mean, if he could just get one, oh, if he, if he could just get two. one, his legacy is one of those things like the numbers will sneak up on you, kind of, and you'll look at. I it mean, and you're like, holy shit, where does he stand? Go back 
see, this is again, man. People hate stats, but it is what it is. Stats, are, I mean, dude, go back, look at his playoff numbers, man. Like, if you just look at his playoff numbers versus some of the all-time greats, you'd be surprised at how he stacks up against people like Kobe, you know, uh, Wade. All those kind of people, bro. Even Allen Iverson. I hate how he had to get bailed out last year by KD because he was playing remarkable basketball. Yep. Up until that point, up until that that night where he just wasn't, he it, nothing was falling. Not even layups were falling for him. Right. I don't know what the, the hell fuck, was going on man. that night. If they if that series goes five, and he has a great uh, has the same game he had in game four, and then has another great game in game five, he still gets the the uh, NBA Finals MVP. They were trying to give him the MVP. They were. They really were. Yeah, I mean, but KD was was trying to give it to him. He was trying to, but then in game three, he just said, all right, fuck it. He just had (laughs) And so let's let's go on the other side of that series. What do you do with Houston now? Oh, man. I don't think think we're at the point where... They run it back, man. Yeah, I I don't think we're at the point where uh, we blow it up. But... I'm just going to be frank with you, just completely honest. People say because CP3 got hurt last year that uh-huh. Houston got robbed of a finals appearance. Okay. I respectfully disagree. I don't. I simply think they are not better than the Warriors, and they have not been for during this whole stretch. During these five years, they nah, have they, not been better than the Dubs. The closest they came were the last two years, this year and last yeah. year. But, and it's crazy again. Harden kind of neutralizes KD, right? Yeah, people are like scoring. I'm telling you, yeah, point, yeah, point, but, yeah, everything. Go back and look. I mean, they pretty they played each other pretty evenly. Yeah. It was the support players, man, that just and people put it on Harden, man. I get it. I mean, Harden is an easy target because he's had so many meltdowns in the in the past. But man, he played his ass off, dude. I mean, he, he could have. He did. This one is not his fault. It's not. I would have shot off it. Yeah, it's not solely on him. Like this time, he didn't choke. You know what I? You know how this is how I determine whether it, you know somebody chokes or not, right? Mm-hmm. So I say, if I put LeBron in Harden shoes, right? Because I'm a LeBron fan, mm-hmm. and, and LeBron did the exact same thing Harden did. Would I say LeBron choked? No, I wouldn't. No. I would say he did his best and his role players and stuff up. That's what I would say. I would not say that LeBron choked, and that's how you got to act. That's how you got to do it sometimes, right? Yeah, you got to just. So you can take your bias out. If you put your favorite player in, in the same role, him, same role, he did the same exact thing that Harden did. Would you say he choked? Yeah, and, that's and, my and, thing. And I'm not even a Harden guy. I really, I struggle watching him play basketball. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's not pretty, bro. But. <laughs> I struggle watching him play, but I recognize that this time it wasn't on him. His team simply is not better than the other team. And so, then people were like, his, well, his averages went down. I'm like, dude, he averaged 35 in the regular season. Like, did you expect it to get higher? Like, do you expect him to average more points? Like, I mean, like, he averaged 34 and some and eight and eight or some shit like that. I mean, like, what more do you want from the dude? And then you had a situation where they could beat, could have beaten Golden State, wouldn't have had to worry about the great Leviathan in the room with KD. And you right. would have had Golden State in a pretty even game seven, but then you let them beat you in game six while you were at home. And I don't know. That's, that's the one that hurts. Yeah, yeah. game six while you were at home, man, that, that's devastating. So, it, as far as a, a from an organizational standpoint, you keep this team together. You may add a piece or two, 
But, you know, you're giving a lot of money to your top two guys. So it's not a whole, whole lot you can do. And you're giving money to Capella as well. I think people need to calm down and yeah. see what KD is going to do. Because if KD leaves, shit gets real. Yeah, it gets real quickly. But look at the time period in which it gets real. Because Giannis is still going to be playing over there in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's still going to be over there. You don't know where Jimmy Butler is going. You damn sure don't know where KD and Kawhi are going. I think the Houston Rockets could probably add a, I don't know, maybe a, if they can get a wing. If they get Jimmy Butler, that'd be in the game. Oh, yeah. But I think, you know, if they can get somebody like that, I think, you know, they'd be right there. But if KD wins, you know what? If KD leaves, I'll make them the favorite out the West. No, I can't do it. I gotta, I can't, I can't Ooh. say that. That's going to be inconclusive because I don't know where the guy who we're about to get to next, I don't know where Kawhi's going. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, let's, let's, let's play hypothetical. Kawhi stays where he is. KD goes to the Knicks, and the West pretty much is what it is right now. Right? I'm LeBron comes not, back up. Oh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, LeBron's healthy. Maybe they add AD. Okay. You know, something like that. But, I mean, outside of Golden State, like, who, who else? Bro, the, the West really – let me, let me go back. Because I really, it's been racking my brain, bro. Yeah. The West ain't been that fucking good this playoffs. Bro, we got fucking trailblazers in the finals. Yeah. In the West oh, finals. oh, and I mean, that Nuggets team, all due respect to the Nuggets team. They trash. They're, they're, I'm not going to call them trash because Jokic is ridiculous. But I'm just saying, like, people keep talking about how strong the West is. You had the Utah Jazz. You had the fucking Nuggets. You know what I'm saying? That got taken to seven by the Spurs. And who got put out by the fucking Blazers who got swept last year with the same team. I'm Ain't nothing changed but English Campbell. I'm calling it I'm calling it more balanced. It's it's a little bit more balanced right now, but I see what you're saying. Cause well, the how East, is, like, the how East is, is looking talking? like a tournament. It's looking like the Hunger Games over in the East right now. Are you telling me are you telling me that if I put Boston in the West? Oh, man, they, they, they get washed. Yeah, they probably get washed. Because that's because they dysfunctional, though. Yeah, exactly. They're getting washed. Now, if you put Milwaukee in the West, Milwaukee going to be hot. They still going right. to be Milwaukee. I get Are me we that. sure that, like, when you get out of uh, Golden State, the next best team is in the East. The next two or three best teams probably in the East. And that's true, which leads me to my point. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think, no, you good. You good. That leads me to my point, though. I still don't think Houston can beat Golden State. Next year. Next year. You know, okay, so let me, let me, let me, this is my theory too, man, because I, you know, when you're a LeBron fan, it's my first time not really having to worry about him in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Because if you're a LeBron fan, right, you, the playoffs has been stressful the last decade. It just has. Yeah, you He's know, definitely, you know, I don't, I don't care that much about LeBron, so I've been enjoying the playoffs. You, was enjoy, you years, can't enjoy yeah. when you're a LeBron fan until he, <laughs> it's absolutely over and it is what it is, right? Right. Because he never wins in dominant fashion. No. Every man, game is always a like, question. It's always like, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> so, but this year, I've been able to kind of sit back and really kind of, you know, take inventory and, and, and analyze the playoffs. And I'm like, go to state. If, if they're not playing LeBron, mm-hmm. I'd rather play against them with KD going off, right? I think KD against certain teams make them weaker, right? Let me give you my, let me give you my point. Because if you notice, when KD scores, and uh, somebody put the record up, when KD goes, scores 40 points plus, their record is like three and four. Just want to throw it out there. Okay. All right. But anyway, but when KD gets into that ISO, 
going off, scoring a whole bunch of points, you know, game, they become more beatable. They become more beatable. Yeah. They are less Because you, you can singularly focus on him. Or you can just let him go off. Yeah. Stop yeah. He, he's clearly a problem. Right. So I would say, man, like if I think the Cavs played it all wrong last year. What they should have done is focus on stopping Steph and Clay and everybody else and just let KD do his thing, man. That's a tall order, though, man. That's yeah, a man. tall order to stop all of them. Man, you know, that's the thing, right? Like Houston, they did a really good job of containing Steph and Clay and just letting KD do his thing. But then once KD got eliminated, they kind of freed Steph up to do what he wanted to do. They kind of they became more active yep. and shit like that and just completely ramrodding. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I just I cannot wait to see KD with his own fucking team, dude. I can't. Yeah, I, can't I just wait. can't. I mean, it's going to be interesting because I think it's, I think people take for granted what they think because LeBron went to the finals eight times that any wing that's semi good like him can do it. And well, here's another thing. I think they take KD for granted too because I, I'm not going to say KD didn't need their help as far as getting rings. I am going to say they didn't need his help. I mean, he didn't need their help as far as being a scoring machine. He's always been this good. It's just when he has, you know, several teammates that are capable of scoring a lot of points, you can't double him and stuff. You got to play him honest. But can I? But can I drop KD in the East on a team like the Cavs, and he take them straight to the playoff? Take them to the final? He's not that type of player. Right, he's that's gonna, what I'm saying. Yeah, he's going to light up the scoreboard, but he's not going to distribute the ball and all that kind of stuff. And it, it really calls into question his qualities as far as a leader more so than anything. Right, and, you know, a lot of things that's, like, controlling the tempo of the game, shit like that, mm-hmm. like, can he do that? And I think people think because LeBron can do it that he can do it. Yeah. And I think next year going to show us a lot. Just like people thought Kyrie, it's like, man, you know, Kyrie can do with his thing no matter who he with. And now you see... That it ain't like you nah, thought. It, it, ain't, it ain't sweet. <laughs> yeah, but go ahead. I'm sorry. I keep it's, that, no, it's cool. It's, it's, it ain't sweet over there in, in, uh, with Boston. And they just completely fell apart. So who's the best player in the league right now? Go. It's still KD. Still KD. Yeah. As of right now, it's still KD. But you know who on his bumper? Kawhi. I would say Giannis, though. Giannis. That's who my, my pick is. That, I think people like his dominance is boring. No. Like he just beat the shit out. Like we giving it to Kawhi because Kawhi doing his thing, right? Yeah. But it took him seven to but I'll, All right. Giannis so, ran through these motherfuckers. Before we get to Giannis, because we're definitely going to talk about Giannis, I need to talk about Kawhi for a second. Uh, I remember one time speaking with you. I said, Curry is our Larry Bird. Our era's Larry Bird. LeBron is our era's magic, but people keep trying to make him our era's uh, Michael Jordan. Right. The way Kawhi Leonard is playing is reminiscent of Michael Jordan. It's very Jordan-esque, for sure. It's like he, the Raptors, if you look at that game seven, they did not want the ball in their hands. They They kept passing it to Kawhi Leonard. And for that reason, for that reason, it, Kawhi, it's for me, for him to stay in Toronto, one of two things has to happen. One, he wins the championship. And two, he goes to uh, to the finals. They go seven games. And 
his teammates step up and help him. Those are the only two ways he stays in Toronto. Bro, I can't wait to see him and KD go away. Dude, the shit that I saw him do, I mean, the, the uh, I saw that team do in that game seven against the Sixers, it was terrible. He he literally beat the Sixers in seven games by himself. Right. It was and made awful. and made a nigga cry. And made made the one of the biggest bullies and and uh and roast masters in the NBA, Joel Embiid. He he brought him to tears with a shot that was just ridiculous. That's his uh I'm gonna print that post out by the way. That's his Craig Elo shot right there. Oh, I'm printing. That's the bet that poster that yeah, whatever way you want to go that? in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. That's a that's the dopest poster. Drake I've said ever something seen. about there being a couple, like a, a single or something. The next single yeah. he comes out with, and I that that shot is dope. Like that, whoever gave that or got that photo op, awesome job. But Kawhi, he looks like the way he just takes over the game. And they were talking about how we usually talk about how many times somebody shoots to get their point total, but it was justified in his situation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nobody, to, nobody else wanted shoot. Nobody and else wanted the ball. That's what we be begging for my favorite player to do from, from time to time. Just start, just take over the game. Yeah, just fucking go get take, it. Man. When LeBron takes over the game, it's ridiculous. It's scary almost. He's in but the, he don't do it like that though. He doesn't. Do he it don't it. just go out and shoot fifty shots, man. Right. Like that's what I be wanting sometimes. But yeah. anyway, it ain't about him. It's about Kawhi. So. I agree with you about the whole Jordan compare. And again, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's it's Jordan's level. Yeah, just yeah. the way he's playing. Make sure we say that. Yeah, he's not right, on right. Jordan's, Jordan's level. It's the way he looks. That nigga hit a it, it, dude. He hit a fadeaway jumper, Wait, man. Bro, not even that. His defense. Yeah. Like, he's doing uh, locking niggas down. Yeah. Like, and I'm just like, man, I, bro, I, again, no, no, none take away from KD, man. But I just can't put KD over him right now. Not, not in this playoff performance. Like if I'm just looking at the playoff performance, I'm not mad at I can't, I can't do it because Giannis and Kawhi they doing it, man. With without people like Golden State just won without him. Like I mean, like yeah. if you take Kawhi and they not winning a fucking game in the playoffs without uh, Giannis and Kawhi, it's no way. Yeah, it's no way. Kawhi and Giannis don't have. Uh, and Kawhi, I mean, Giannis has a better number two than Kawhi because Kyle Lowry is a fucking coward to me. Oh my God, throw yeah. him away. He, he's a fucking shit. coward. He, Giannis has a better number two, but KD. Oh shit, I'm just hitting me. What's that? Kawhi and Kyrie. <laughs> why we ain't, why that's not a thing? I don't see that. I don't, I don't like that. I'm going to tell what? you why. I'm going to tell you why. Personalities or something? Unless Kyrie is at the point, because if you listen to what Rozier had to say about him, talking about how difficult it is and it's his way or the highway, Kawhi is uh, a, a quiet guy, but I don't think Kawhi is a pushover. Kawhi going to tell you shit the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, Kawhi going to tell you shit the fuck up. Anytime, with the way I heard, saw him handle the situation with the Spurs and basically throw the middle finger up at uh, Greg Popovich, who is, by, by my standards, he's the best NBA coach I've ever seen. And he right. threw the middle finger up to him. And then when later on, when they asked Greg Popovich about him, he just said he couldn't figure him out. One of the greatest coaches of all time. Because I can't figure out. Say, I just funny. couldn't figure the dude out. But Kawhi is a savage. And I think because he took basically all of last year off, people forget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, but you, wouldn't have, you couldn't have told me three years ago that I would be saying that KD better than Kawhi. I think I can go back and find a post and be saying – it ain't even close. 
But at this point, I mean, I just don't know, man. But for, you know what? I, I think we're going to find had, out next round. I, for years, I've had Kawhi as my number three uh, best player in the NBA. Nah, man. I've always had it's Bron, KD, Steph. It was always, it was always, and I remember, I remember we kind of went back and forth a while back about that. For me, it was Bron, KD, and Kawhi. Uh, and this, you put, I could put Steph on that same uh, team. Yeah, they going, they going to the finals. If I put Steph on the uh, Raptors right now, oh yeah, yeah, I'll, they going to the finals. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, it's so he's so underrated. It's criminal, man. It is. <laughs> it it's is almost so embarrassing. <laughs> I know, man. I. And it's hard to argue with him because, you know, I'm a numbers nigga, and the numbers don't add up with him. <laughs> yeah, they don't. <laughs> they just don't, man. But I cannot explain what he when, – when, again, you're a LeBron fan, you watch what he does to your team on the floor, talk about Steph, you understand just how potent this dude is. But anyway, I'm again, by Kawhi. But I think you're going to learn something about Kawhi next round, bro. Yeah, I, because – I, I think you're going to learn something about Giannis next round. That's, dude, let's talk about him. Yeah, I man, said I, a couple months ago, that's the new Shaq. Man, I don't know about that. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I'm going with he is the new Shaq. Like, I, I like I like uh MB. I do. MB does not stay healthy. When you're Oh well, I'm better than MB. Yeah, I'm not yeah. tripping on that. When but, when you dump it in, when you dump it, you when you see people dumping in the Shaq, you start to see the players kind of give up. They start moving the fuck out of the way because they know what's about to happen. He's gonna back you down. He's gonna bang on you. You know what's crazy? The Celtics thought they had a, a remedy for him, and yeah. that nigga. Just, nah, I love that. He he obliterated what they thought they had. And all people right. are like, well, the Serge Ibaka gonna give him all he can take. Nah, okay, fam. Serge fucking Ibaka. Nah, and, and you know what? Embiid is fortunate that he doesn't have to play him. He's gonna expose Embiid. Oh. He gonna expose some people next round. <laughs> he is. He's about to. He's about to destroy. But what? what oh my god! What if they put Kawhi on him and Kawhi stops it? Like, <laughs> nah, he he a legend. <laughs> At that point, if Kawhi can stop what I'm seeing, y'all just do. He's a legend right now. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Dude's right strong now, as an baby. ox, man. His hands are fucking they, like. Man, I don't know, bro. Like, he probably could. I, I want to see trouble. That, that's the, that's the matchup I'm most looking forward to. Besides the Splash Brothers versus McCollum. And um and Lillard. I gotta tell you this though, the Warriors do not, and let me repeat this, they do not want to see Milwaukee in the finals. All right, let's talk about it. Cause I definitely got Milwaukee going against the Doves in the finals. And they I don't cannot wait to see it. Because if we get that to that point, and KD is gonna have KD and Draymond are back. going to have to alternate on Giannis. Because you can't ask for one player to guard him for the entire game. Nah. It's not fair. Well, he's going to beast anybody. He's going to get his. I need his role players to hit threes, though. If his role players hit three, and he got some shooters, man. I didn't no, know I didn't know and, five people outside of him average uh, double figures. All and time. no homo, they long and can switch. <laughs> like, they long and can switch with – like, that's the problem with, like, a lot of teams. They can switch. They, they can't switch with the Warriors, right? So, when you run through those picks or whatever, you get a mismatch. Yeah. What a mismatch on the – Dude. With uh, Giannis in, in, the, in the Bucks, they, what a they mismatch! Play, they play good defense, right? You put KD on Chris Middleton like that's. I mean, it's going to be a the, fantastic series, bro. I mean, but I gotta tell you though, I am kind of. I would want to see if Kawhi had like a better supporting cast. I would want to see him and KD go at it. Yep, because KD did, did drop fifty on him the yep. last time, but K, but Kawhi dropped like thirty five and one. Yeah, yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi. 
he oh, gonna man. get his against KD too. But dude, I want that Milwaukee and, and Doves series. Yeah, bad. I think that'll be best. That'll be best because so many leg legacies on the line, bro. It, not only that, not only are the legacies that are already established on the line, Giannis has a chance to do something that LeBron couldn't do. Bro, I've been saying that, bro. And I'm not even mad. I wouldn't even be mad at it. Like I'm, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, be mad. Dude, you know, I, and I like I like KD as a player. Like you can say what yeah. you want about him off off the court. Just looking at him play basketball is, is mesmerizing. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy watching him. But I feel the same way about Giannis. When I see Giannis play, I can't stop watching him dunk on people. How do you guard him though? Like I would say, okay. You remember back in the day, Greg Popovich, the way he, because LeBron was kind of like Giannis, right? Mm-hmm. Just drive in and yam on him. He ain't had no jump. And when he went to the finals, what Greg Popovich did was just lay off of him and, you know, let him shoot the jump. Like, do you do that same thing with Giannis? Does that work? You could try it. <laughs> you, <laughs> you could try it, man. But the thing is, he's so long. When he jumps over you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It takes three gonna, steps to get to the get, basket. Yeah, he, he's going to pick up the foul. And he might dunk it from the free throw line, mind you. He I want to see how he, I got to see how it's going to be with a good coach. Like when a coach puts a, a good defensive scheme around him, he's going to be tested again. Oh, yeah. We'll see. I mean, but I don't know, man. Like that's how Greg Popovich lost in 2013. He backed up off run and run hit like six threes or some shit like that. So, but I don't know if that'll actually work with. I don't know how I don't know how you guard Giannis, man. I, I don't. That book is something special about that book scene. It is, it, it is, is, man. It is, man. I can't. I hope they win, but you know we'll see. But you know what's crazy, man? Before. Again, Steph could have four fucking rings, dude. And we're gonna and we're gonna have to have some conversations. Yeah, the the conversation definitely changes at that point. And I mean, is LeBron the face of the last ten years? Yeah. Is he? Oh yeah. I mean. Steph got four rings, bro. Yeah, Steph got four rings, but... Two MVPs. You're talking about 10 years. So, Steph emerged, what, at the halfway point of LeBron's emergence. So, that's kind of why LeBron still ends up being the face of the league, kind of by default. Okay. You could... I mean, you can make a a case for Steph. Steph is just quieter. And that's why... Is it KD? KD had three with three finals MVPs. Got a, a, a MVP in a season. Like these are things that you got to talk about. Yeah. Like we just assume that Bron is the player of the generation because he's so talked about. But when you start adding up these accolades, man, and these numbers and everything else, uh, I mean, it changes. We got some, yeah, it we got some. And people, and I know LeBron haters are somewhat like happy about that, but it also starts the conversation about Kobe too. <laughs> and people need to understand that. Like, while you're rooting for KD to beat Bron, he's passing Kobe. You see what I'm saying? Like, three rings, he's going to have three rings, three finals three MVPs. Three finals MVPs. That's the biggest part. It's the three right. finals MVPs that's going to And he'll have a regular season MVP. Yep. He'll have all of that. So, I don't think, I don't think Kobe will have over him is two rings. That's it. That's it. You see what I'm saying? That's he true, man. KD going to average more points. More rebounds, they uh, about what and what on assists, more blocks. His shooting percentage is infinitely better. Oh yeah, free throw percentage is better. Three like you really. That's what I'm trying to tell them, man. Like LeBron can still say, "Hey, look, 
I got four MVPs. I got all this. I got all that. I got. I went to eight straight finals. Kobe ain't got all that. Kobe ain't got all that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. Like, it's going to be a hard conversation to have. And, you know, I'm just saying. It's a conversation. <laughs> it's definitely a conversation worth having. But- and it's like, it's like coming from a person. I mean, you know, I'm a Kobe hater. But I'm just being honest. And if he yeah. fuck around and get six or five. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Then we get into joint territory. Yeah, we are. Then we you start having a different conversation, and yeah. you'll bring up LeBron, but not as much. No, if you if if KD if KD go to New York, if let's say he wins this year, and I know you got to go, but let's say he wins these three in a row, right? Now he got a three peat. Then he go and win like say two more in New York and fuck around and get two more Finals MVPs. Okay, you can push LeBron out of the conversation. It's over with. But it's gonna be some legit. Kobe's over with too, right? Oh yeah. Then we go have some conversations about him and Jordan. Yep. But you know, and then anyway. Magic, Magic wouldn't even come up. Oh no, man! Nobody even talk about Magic. Yeah, no nobody more. even talk about Magic anymore. But before we go, how'd you feel about Avengers Endgame? <laughs> man, you know how I felt about it, man. It was, um, <laughs> you know, man. The more, okay. You always have your initial reaction when you walk out of a movie theater, right? Yep. Which is like over the top. It's always magnified times 10. So if you really liked it, it's magnified times 10. If you didn't like it, that's magnified times 10. So I really liked it. And, you know, I came out saying it was the best comic book movie ever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I, I still feel good about it. I don't know if it's the best. Still in my top five. But the thing I give credit for, man, more than anything, is the way they close the story off, it's right? It's the closure. Yeah, man, it's the way that they stuck the landing, bro. Is it a perfect movie? Nah, it's a lot of plot holes. But here's the thing about plot holes, and this is the thing I tell everybody. Are there plot holes in it? Absolutely. But here's the question. Are you willing to give up what they gave you to close that plot hole? Exactly. Plot, like, do I want to give up Captain America passing the shield off? Nah. Do I want to give up, like, the final fight? Like, these, like, they gave us some good moments because of the plot hole, so I'm cool with it. You know what Dude, I'm saying? It's so many plot holes in there. Thor, um, taking the hammer, getting, being able to talk to his mom, and then taking the hammer. Yeah, that's yeah. a plot hole, but it's a great moment. It's a great fucking moment, dude. And Captain if he would America, took the hammer, yeah, he would never took the hammer with Cap. Thank you. Captain America's whole ending is a fucking plot hole. His entire mm-hmm. ending is a plot hole. Don't get me wrong. Right. I loved how they capped off his run in these movies so like you said yeah there are a lot of plot holes in there but what they gave you is so much more powerful than it right right it is and here's but i've told you the same thing i just don't know if i'm excited for what's next because you know i'm a captain i like captain america like i like Bron. yeah like you know like once that he's gone it's not he's by all accounts he's not gonna be in any more any more movies so I gotta get I gotta find somebody else to really like, you know. Yeah, but, and I know that's you know, that, that's gonna be tough. The Spider Man fan in me and the comic book fan in me is excited to see where they go with the multiverse in um Far From Home. Somebody says there is no multiverse that it's uh it's a trick. Man, that was, person is wrong. But anyway. <laughs> you know I watch a bunch of these YouTube yeah, series. Oh, I and got shit. you. I, I I'm really excited about where we're going next because of it because I know that is how we get Fantastic Four and X-Men right. in the universe um, Henry Cavill is, is, is Wolverine what do you think no no I'm good on that yeah, okay yeah, y'all can somebody somebody that. floated that out there nah fam alright 
as far as the movie is concerned, uh, and I've reviewed it on my page. I gave a spoiler-free review on my page on Unapologetic Geek on Facebook. But it's a classic to me as far as the, the comic book movies is concerned, mainly because of its closure. Now, is it the best standalone MECU movie? Hell no. That's Winter Soldier all day. Is it the best standalone Avengers movie? No, the first Avengers is the better standalone yeah. Avenger movie. But as far as being the best MCU movie in terms of how they tied up the story and everything, when you couple it with uh, Infinity War, yeah, I'm giving it that one. I'm giving it the best, the best film as far as being able to culminate storylines and the, the films as far as, you know, being able to say, all right, the Avengers 1 wrapped up everything in Phase 1. Avengers 2 wrapped up everything in Phase 1 to, I mean, Phase 2 to a degree. But the way Infinity War and Endgame, and it's still not really over with because Spider-Man is supposed to end this phase, but the right. way they put everything together... It has its issues, but it's so it's it's beautiful when you think about how many movies fumbled in. Yep, I mean that's, that's gonna be my next point. Like yeah. when you think about trying to stick the landing on a story being told across multiple movies, there are so many that messed it up. Like I think about the Dark Knight Rises, awful. The Revenge of the Sith awful right we'll, we'll see how um you know star wars did a pretty good job returning the jedi i mean um so it's hard it's hard to do that man i mean it's hard to make a good movie that closes out a chapter of movies and i think they did a really really good job and they did it paying us so much fan service right yeah. and people think fan service is a dirty word is not i think if you do it right it could be it can be a delight so okay. and it was all your points are good man yep so we, but we got to We got to jump on the pie, you know, all three of us, man, and really just talk to it. Wait, yeah, we, we. Yep. If you want to hear a more in-depth review, because I know it's coming, head over to uh, Black Excellence and Ignorance's podcast, which is off topic. It's uh, Aaron, Leslie, and myself. I know we're gonna get into the plot holes and everything in great, maybe even painful detail, but it's definitely coming. Um. Well, I already kind of gave you a shout out. Yeah, you That's find, it, man. You can find Internet <laughs> Black Excellence and Ignorance. Uh, of course, oh, yeah, my shout outs for the day. Brad Moore Realty. Brad Moore Realty spelled B-R-A-D-M-O-O-R-E. Realty. I hope you all know how to spell that. You can find them on Facebook, like their page. Uh, they have beautiful homes, you know, available in the Mississippi or the Jackson metro area. I believe in Ridgeland. And uh, I want to say Madison, too, or something like that. But they're really good. They take care of everybody. So if you're looking for a home, go to their page, check them out, go to their website, and check them out there. Uh, also, you can find me on Facebook at The Unapologetic Geek. You can find me on Instagram at The Underscore Unapologetic Underscore Geek. And you can find me on Twitter at Unapologetic GK. I'm trying to get on Twitter, trying to do better about that. Come rock with me. Maybe you all can help me out. Whatever. Lastly, uh, shout out to Dunchy Did It, the maestro of my madness for all the music that you heard on this podcast this evening. He's always giving me some dope beats. He 
one of the best in Jackson, period. So yeah, go check him out on D at D-O-N-C-H-E D-I-D-I-T. That's Dunche did it on SoundCloud. Check his channel out. It's really dope. Outside of that, I'm Jarius Unapologetic Geek, and I am out. Yes.